0: Just a reminder that Oh My Dollar's Weekly Money Advice is out in April as a cat-filled workbook. Anybody who pre-orders can start getting chapters and challenges every week right now. The illustrated personal finance workbook covers everything from investing to student loans and is available online at ohmydollar.com book. Welcome to Oh My Dollar, a personal finance show with a dash of glitter. Dealing with money can be scary and stressful. Here we give practical, friendly advice about money that helps you tackle the financial overwhelm. Here's your host, Lillian Carebake. Let's talk about money. So I actually want to talk about a very common money script that a lot of us, including often me, carry around. And it's kind of the idea that if we just had XYZ amount of money, a million dollars, $20,000, whatever it might be to you, our life problems would be solved (laughs) it would solve a number of short-term problems right now (laughs) right right and and there is something there's something different than meeting immediate needs and actually solving your own internal problems and i think a lot of us get caught up in this loop that money is the biggest barrier and that like until we solve the money problem we can't solve any other problems in our lives and um for for almost anybody listening to the podcast um that isn't necessarily true um and and that doesn't mean that like more money isn't awesome i'm not trying to say that having more money makes you bad, wanting more money makes you a bad person or anything like that um this whole episode is frankly kind of prompted by some pretty mean internet comments (laughs) which is a really terrible way to frame an episode but hey i'm Uh human um I'm also going to try not to get too preachy because I think sometimes telling my own story ends up with people feeling preached to. But but really, I'm just sharing my own story. Um, and I want to help some other people kind of get out of this trap of believing that, like, that until they acquire X amount of money, they won't be able to solve some things in their lives. Right. So I make my spending public on my website every month because I believe that we should stop hiding conversations about money under shame and secrecy And that money is simply an exchange of value. It's not some magical secret. But being public with my money leads other folks to criticize my lifestyle choices or instinctually compare my spending to their own. They see my budget and they use it as justification for why they can't have a life like mine. That's great. You can ride your bike to work and eat the same thing for breakfast every day and share an apartment. But I can't because insert whatever reason here. Or this really showed me what cost of living means. There's no way I could do this in New York or Kalamazoo. <laughs> uh, or great for you that your business pays for your phone, but I can't just go start a business to pay my cell phone bill, which is arbitrarily odd. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but like, I never ever asked any of them to do any of those things. <laughs> like all I did was share my own budget and savings. And I, I've, I'm only sharing my own numbers and publishing my own expenses. It's not a personal attack on anyone else's lifestyle. I'm just simply stating my own my own experience. And for someone that's stuck in a consumer comparison mindset, simply being open about my expenses looks like a comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do this too. Like I read other people's expense reports or reports on how many books they read. And I think, man, I'm failing because I spend too much on coffee or groceries or I don't read enough books. <laughs> The irony is the fatal flaw in many folks' financial planning is comparing their lifestyle to someone else's. We try to keep up with the Joneses, not realizing their lifestyle is financed by debt or a rich aunt or a trust fund. We buy houses and clothes and things we don't really need to fit in. But the truth is the good life just isn't that expensive, right? Once you no longer value acquiring objects or status, it's surprising how little money it takes to have a quality life especially if you focus up on building your own savings and avoid acquiring debt. And advertisers love to sell you the idea that a quality life is one filled with more stuff. And they equate their products with common core values. Here's a couple examples I saw in last night's commercials. A car with seat heaters and built-in televisions equals more time spent with your kids, hanging out in the back seat. A can of soda equals your friends coming together for a dance party in the street. (laughs) <laughs> a crisp shirt and cargo pants equals time spent seeing the outdoors with your significant other. Deodorant equals a fulfilling career where you feel like a valued member of the team. Good marketers know that they need to target these core values, these things you really inherently want as a person, fulfilling work, time with your family, and associate it with their products so they can buy it and that's how we get caught up in this loop of like if i had more money i would have x object and then my life would be better right like i would have fulfilling work if i had enough money to buy nice deodorant and therefore like i need more money right yeah (laughs) but very rarely will buying that soda or that car or that shirt or that deodorant actually help you live closer to your core values stuff alone does not give you a fulfilling life and that is a universally true fact. People do. Creating things does. Fulfilling work does. Family does. The show isn't a frugal screed against buying things, as much as people might hear it and think it is. Exchanging money for things is great. One of the wonderful things about modern society is that when I have a material need, if I have some money, I can usually exchange money to help fulfill that need. That's awesome. But know that spending money alone won't get you closer to your core values. And At close to poverty level, yes, more money does help make you happier. Like we have stats on that because worrying about shelter or health or feeding yourself isn't good for anyone's happiness levels. (laughs) But once you get past that baseline level, more money will rarely solve your problems because it turns out as humans, most of our problems have to do with things that can't be solved with money. Uh, I had a friend that that once said uh, a friend who had done pretty well for themselves saved a lot. Of money over their life and retired early and said you know a problem you can solve with money isn't really a real problem and at first I heard that and thought man that's a really privileged view right <laughs> like, like oh that's easy to say if you have a lot of money but at the same time like the things that are that are scary and terrifying to us as humans like the existential dread that exists at all times money doesn't get rid of right I had right. A, I, I had another friend who um, you know, it never made a lot of money and then suddenly came in, came into money all of a, all of a sudden they, they, they sold a website and so they made, they made good money very quickly and they realized that like the problems in their life did, did not go away. they had always told themselves like, oh, I don't have enough money so I can't go work out and so I'm out of shape or, you know, I don't have enough money to buy nice food um, and like, oh, I don't have enough money so I, you know, can't. I can't spend time with my family and things like that. And then they realized that like that sudden influx of money didn't solve any of those problems like they they won. They could have probably solved some of those problems before. And right. yeah. and and two, like having the money didn't make those immediately go away. They still had to work at those other problems. Um, and this is where, you know, I think a lot of us, especially folks that have experienced American poverty, can get really caught up in this the scarcity mindset where we constantly feel like money is the biggest barrier and that if we just have more money then we'll be able to solve these problems and it and it comes from this position of of weakness that we put ourselves in and i i do this to myself all the time right but in in fact much of the stuff that makes really life really good for most people just can't be bought with money Quite often, money doesn't solve your problems. A giant pile of money landing in your lap can actually just amplify the issues in your own life. It has been said before by multiple rap gods. More (laughs) money, more problems. More money can often make personality flaws or internal struggles, like, much worse, right? Like, it makes small problems way bigger (laughs) Um, because if money is a tool suddenly you've been given this giant hammer right 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 (laughs) um which doesn't this isn't to say that spending money isn't a really powerful tool to deploy to make your life easier or better sometimes like i love buying tights when i need them right like i do not like having to repair tights uh i love buying burritos when i want food i love burritos we talk about it all the time in the show But if I had more money, it's not that the real problems in my life are going to go away. Like maybe I'll have more burritos and like less holes in my tights, but I'd still be (laughs) an anxious person and I would still be concerned about security. And there, there are so many things, the things I want out of my life that money doesn't make more of it appear. And so many of the things that have actually improved the quality of my life have actually saved me money, like living with my significant other, stopping drinking alcohol, eating tacos for breakfast every day, biking to work, mm-hmm. staying with local hosts instead of corporate hotels when I travel, subscribing to a local farm share for my vegetables. Like, many of the things that make my life exceptionally awesome, because I, I do have a really awesome life most of the time. <laughs> uh-huh. you tell my internal anxious person that, but, I, they they have, like, this double-edged effect. Like, I spend less money, and it turns out I'm a more content and productive person. And if I think about the things that more money would solve in my life, I might spend a little more money on dance classes and have slightly more sparkly blazers, but mostly I'd have a bigger savings account. I would just have more security. Money for me by security, but it doesn't buy me a better life, really. So I guess... Without sounding too preachy, I guess my question is, do you want to do better than your neighbor? Or do you want to do the best for yourself? That, that wraps our show for today. Our host is Lillian Carabake, our producer is Will romey and our intro music is by Aaron Parecki. Thanks for listening, and until next time, remember to manage your money so it doesn't manage you. Oh my dollar is still a weekly podcast, so you don't need to wake up at 730 AM to hear the show. Check us out on iTunes, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have a minute, please leave a review. It really helps other people find the show.